Welcome back to another episode of Sweetness and Light. I'm Justin, along with your other Sweetness and Light host, Eric. Dude, Eric, how are you, my friend? Good, good. You know, this is episode 148, and we really changed up the opening. You know, I, I'm trying to spice it up occasionally and keep you on your toes. I figure if we're always doing the exact same thing, where's the fun in that? True, true. Where's the intrigue? Um, yeah, this 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 one's going to keep people guessing. They're going to wonder why it, why it all happened and uh, and why we felt the need to discuss it. <laughs> so, dude, a lot has happened since we last uh, talked. Catch us up. How you been? Uh, you know, a lot has happened. Uh, the, you know, the big thing being uh, just the last time we spoke, uh, the the COVID restrictions had kind of disappeared in LA, and uh, and things have come back to um, some semblance of normal. It's been very un- unusual, very interesting, and a uh, a better a better lifestyle, honestly. I mean, how much like are you feeling? Because when it started coming out over here, like I started feeling like it was weird at first, and now I'm really enjoying it and like trying to embrace it more. How about you? Well, one thing that I think I might have mentioned last time that was weird is that so the gym opened up completely, and so it's no and so there's a lot more people, and yet still seventy percent of people, at least if not more, are still wearing masks inside there. So hmm. even though they masks are optional, they are still wearing them. Uh, but they came back, so I'm not sure what the mentality was about that. That people decided, okay, so now we, you know, things are open. We don't need masks. I'm going to go back to the gym, but I'm still going to wear my mask. Uh, you know, I have to agree, especially because if you've worked out in a mask, it blows. Oh yeah, yeah, it really does. I mean, it's a lot more effort. I mean, maybe that's it though. Maybe people felt, you know, what I'm getting more, I'm getting more benefit by by wearing the mask in the gym. Um, yeah, restricted airflow. This is good. <laughs> Well, I got to tell you the thing that I didn't like. So not only the restricted airflow, I got to tell you, after an hour working out, um, the breath is not so fresh. I'm not going to lie, at least for me. And you're a, you're a bit of a face sweater, I guess. Our viewer, may, our listeners may not know that, so um, that's, <laughs> that may be an issue. So I always assumed everyone was a face sweater. Is that not a is that not a thing? I think you take it to a to a different level than everyone else, as you do with so many things. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I uh, I never thought about that, but I will, you know, maybe take a picture tomorrow after I work out and document and post online. You guys can tell me if I'm a true face sweater, as uh, Eric declares. Yeah, I mean, and and by the way, another T-shirt. <laughs> I think we can really have a lot of fun with this one, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a whole series. I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Um, now, as far as like going back to normal, I have to ask because you've been without a car for so long, are you going to reinvest in a car or are you sans car going forward? No, I'm going to have to get a car at some point. It's not, it's not really tenable in LA to go, uh, go carless, but it just, uh, um, you know, after, after months, you know, where over the course of almost a year, I drove a total of several hundred miles. Uh, it didn't really make that much sense to hold on to a car. So I, so I let it go, did the Uber thing and, uh, and bladed everywhere I needed to go. Um, now that uh, now that things are getting back to normal, I think probably need to uh, need to have some kind of transportation. It is Los Angeles after all. Oh, absolutely. I've I've been actually beyond impressed with how you've been able to get around and be so resourceful. Sincerely, I I, I tip my proverbial hat to you. Well, you know our friend uh, Lisa Hawkberg, the Hawk. Uh, her uh, her child just had his uh, his eighth birthday the other day, or ninth birthday. You know, get, getting up there in in uh, in the years. And I bladed over there, bladed to Santa Monica. You know, I'm used to that distance all the time. It was like seven miles either way or so. But uh, you know, she lives up uh, up in the teens, so you had to had to had to uh, blade <laughs> uphill 
you know, up, up, up uh, streets. That part wasn't so fun. Uh, that again, I, so going up always sucks. Like it's very hard. I always find coming down, especially like on a busy road, it's uh, it's, it's unnerving in many ways. Oh yeah, yeah. For people who don't rollerblade, um, it ain't like cycling where you know you have gears and it's not you know going up a hill is a hassle and coming down is sort of fun and fast. It's going up is extremely difficult and going up a steep incline is almost impossible. Coming down, you accelerate so quickly and um, you know again it's not a geared uh, form of transportation or anything. You just accelerate and you have that you know the rear brake if you have a brake at all on your blades. So. Uh, if you don't know that in the first time, few times you do it, uh, there is chance for much peril. <laughs> it's definitely, a, it's a harrowing exercise, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I before this, uh, you know, now, uh, you know, approaching 450 uh, consecutive days of rollerblading, mm-hmm. um, I had like, I, you know, in all the years I'd bladed before that, I'd fallen a total of four times and all, you know, the last three because of collisions when cyclists came over to the wrong side of the, the lane or something like that. But the very first time I fell, and I should barely count it, was the first few minutes I put on blades. Uh, There's a little incline in front of my home, and I uh, hit that and just started going so fast I fell on purpose. So that was a, uh, um, yeah, not you know, a, di- a different kind of thing. Absolutely. Now, I want to change gears just for a second here because I had a discussion with my uh, hairdresser yesterday and I want to know what your thoughts are on this because she brought this up and it was, it just seems so random to me and such an odd request. I'd love to get your feedback on it. So yesterday she had mentioned to me that um, she's not a fan of anal sex anymore. <laughs> she just brought it up. Like we were, we were not talking anything about this. She just, it just kind of announced this to the world. And she said the way it started was when she, when she was dating a guy in high school, he asked to stick a pen in her butt. Hmm. <laughs> but she was dating. It wasn't just, it wasn't just their acquaintances. And, and he, he asked that. Well, no, they were, they were definitely dating. But my, my question is like, I mean, I have many, but my first one was why a pen? <laughs> like, I mean, it seems like an object that could easily disappear. And two, it just seems so random, right? Well, Maybe to you and me and her, but maybe he's thinking, while she's you know, while while she's getting used to the sensation, I will sign my name on the inside. <laughs> you so know, she, Eric, I, I wish I'd thought of that. Yeah, it could have could be that she has his autograph uh, permanently enshrined in, in her colon, which is kind of sweet. <laughs> I get. Well, the best part was, she goes now. And then she, she's been recently married and has a kid. And uh, oh, she says, yeah, thank you. I'll let Shelby know. And she not started to talking names, about, but yes. Okay. Shelby. Uh, no, trust me. This is a conversation she would definitely love. Okay. Right. This is, this is upper alley. I didn't give a last well, name. name upper Shelby. alley, upper. If, if that's, if that's what you call it. <laughs> well, I think for her, it's, it's, it's no longer a highway, but before that I'm fairly certain it was. Ah, uh, Interesting. But she came, She said she has a trans friend that has the best term I've ever heard. And maybe because you're in L.A., you probably have heard this before, but I'd never heard this. And I want to get your take on this one as well. She goes, we're out the other day. And uh, the, the this friend of hers that she's with was like, man, I really got to get my bussy popped. Hmm. <laughs> have you heard that term yet? I have not. I have not. Is that but pussy? Wow. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a brilliant term. 
Yeah, yeah, creative and and descriptive. So you know, kudos to kudos to all involved. I'm just surprised. I mean, being in in L.A., I figured it probably originated somewhere on the West Coast, maybe New York. Well, is she is she a West Coaster? Oh no, 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 no. She preceded the conversation, or then she followed this conversation up with talking about her grandfather's burn pile in his front yard. <laughs> and now is that is that code for? Him getting rid of all of his 1970s porn so that when he dies, make sure you burn it before everyone finds it. You know, I, I'm, it probably started that way. But what she says is that every day, because he's retired now, and I mean, she says he does it every day. So I don't know how you find this much to burn. But basically, in the country here, you can burn all your garbage except for plastics. And so, like, if you've got a bed, whatever, you can burn everything, apparently. And so he goes outside. You can outside. burn a bed? Yes. She was telling me. That she, um, God, it wasn't during COVID. It was like right before COVID hit. She was up there helping him move a bed out, and she was pregnant at the time. And they put it in the burn pot. Not, 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 by, not by him. Are you asking? And do you really want an answer or no? She's like, Grandpa, you said, uh, you know, if we did it like the pen, it wouldn't do anything. <laughs> Ew. And of course not. No, she's she's definitely not 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 a hick, but. Good of that persuasion. Yeah, no, no, no. So no, we we have a lot of respect for and admiration for Shelby. So kudos. <laughs> I'm not trying to go that far either, but um, she starts talking about this burn pile, and I guess he literally every night goes out, has some wild turkey, and just sits by. I mean, it's been 95 degrees here and 100 humidity. So I mean, I can't imagine sitting next to a fire while this is happening. But he goes out and just burns shit in his front yard and watches it. Wow. So if you ever find yourself bored, realize that there is someone out there who's even more bored than you may be. I mean, talk about like, you know, hitting the pinnacle of your life. You've, you've worked, you've worked all that time, you've retired and you're finally able to do what you dreamt about. And that's, uh, that's burning stuff. (laughs) Exactly. You know, I got to tell you, Eric, today you are a truly, truly great example of a, guy, a glass half full kind of guy. You know, well, I do see things positively. Yeah, you know, so uh, I, uh, and I, you know, and, and, I, and I have a lot of admiration for a lot of people. I mean, I have some disdain for some people, but a lot of admiration for a lot of people. Well, so let's take it back to the, this conversation for a second here in terms of Zencaster. With your issues today, <laughs> do you have disdain for Zencaster? I don't have the warmest feelings today for Zencaster. I mean, I'm a I'm a lover of Zencaster, but uh, but um, if if we yeah if we were in a you know in a in a committed relationship, which I guess we kind of are, um, this would be one of those days where we're uh, we're not speaking as much as we do on other days. I would say today Zencaster would be sleeping on the couch, right? Well, today and every day. <laughs> okay, honey, that was good. I... That was good. So. Uh, You've had your moment. Okay, it's time. It's time to move on. Can I just stay here? Uh, there's a reason we have a couch. All right. <laughs> and it's a futon. Yes, and when I say futon, it is the uh, the plastic wrap the futon came in. <laughs> because I think that's probably what Zencaster deserves, right? They they seem like a like a futon kind of sleeping arrangement, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they, they mean well, they, they, they try hard. Um, they don't always succeed, but they, uh, but they know they can do better. So I got the stat. I don't know if you got this email the other day, um, but I got the stats the other day that they have over 50,000 
like daily, like like monthly, like subscriber users to this service. And I'm thinking, first of all, that's a huge number. Congratulations on that. Secondly, it, that seems like a lot for all the issues they have. It does. It does. Considering that you'd think that um, there's certain things like just being able to use it and not have to be <laughs> in an incognito window, for example, uh, would would be um, would have been handled a long time ago if you're a you know if you're a serious professional piece of software. Let's not overestimate that, Eric. All right. Well, we uh, you know we, we we stick by it. It's, it's funny uh, for this um, for the uh, scripted podcast I'm producing with our friend EJ. Uh, one of the other producers suggested a another podcasting platform, and I mentioned uh, ZenCaster, and he goes, "Oh yeah." That's good too. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the one I imagined. <laughs> well, Eric, at some point, if we ever need to switch, obviously we won't talk about it on air, but I think we should definitely discuss that option. <laughs> Although this, this does provide comedy gold all the time for us. It does. It does. And I mean, so, you know, sometimes when there's those weird edits, when we're ta- halfway through a sentence and then back in another, another sentence, it's uh, it's got to provide, uh, you know, some mirth and merriment for our listeners. So, um, so there, there, there's some things that it does very well, like screw up. <laughs> so Matt the other day was editing uh last four of our episodes and he was actually stunned. He goes, look, this is the first time I've been editing for the last, I don't know, two, three months for you guys that it's actually been a solid episode where there wasn't a, uh Oh, Eric dropped or whatever. And he was like, do, do you think they fixed the bugs? And I was like, please, I think we just got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I think it was our time. We got so far, you know, and by, and by the way, folks, that's the, re- we used to do, um, you know, when we started this, we used to do half hour episodes, but, uh, but we, we didn't trust the Zencaster to last that long. No, no. And the yeah. sad part was a couple of the episodes we were going and flowing and doing so great. And then we got to the end and we realized that it, it didn't even record like the last half. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> now with this new version, we haven't had that happen, but, um, so I do want to say something that Eric sent me yesterday that is just awesome. And if you don't do this very often, I highly recommend you guys go ahead and do this is take a trip down memory lane for 10 or, you know, 10 plus years ago. Um, because it's so much fun because at that far out, you do forget some of the details and um, a lot becomes, you know, that this flood of cool things comes back. And he sent, I don't know how many pictures, but let's say 70 or so pictures of when we all went to Hawaii and went scuba diving together. And I got to tell you what, and just, it, I could not stop bringing a smile to my face. I had so much fun looking at those. So thank And when you. you say Hawaii, you mean Kauai, the, the garden islands specifically, you know, we, we weren't doing any, uh, uh, Oahu or Maui. We were, you know, we, we were chicken roostering it up. <laughs> and for those that don't know, um, what Eric is referring to that they have a policy. I don't know if it's on all the islands, but it's on Kauai where if the chicken is wild, you, you basically can't kill it. And so they have this unbelievable problem with roosters and chickens all over the island. I mean, you say problem, others would say attraction. Would they? Come to, come to, come to Kauai, where the chickens roam wild. <laughs> you can be, you'll, you'll be wandering the streets, you know, or, or you know, or the, the paths, and, and a chicken will come along and, and stop you. And yeah, you can't, you can't hit a chicken, but... You could be like in a wooded area and suddenly chickens will emerge from the from the forest, which is not something most of us are used to. No. And they did you feel ever threatened? Like sometimes I feel like they were like, you know, they were like, there, this is my aggressive chicken. Area. Yeah, no, there's definitely some some aggressive chickens. I mean, some of those chickens <laughs> were really peacocking. Absolutely. And 
for all of you that have been active listeners to this uh, podcast, I do want to say, of course, after we went scuba diving, where did we have a snack afterwards? Do you remember? At the Poke Hut? <laughs> I don't even think Poke was a thing back then. It may have been, but it wasn't a popularized thing. It was a thing in Hawaii. It wasn't a thing. Yeah, it wasn't a thing elsewhere. Exactly. Uh, we went to Costco and got hot dogs. Do you remember this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, as people do. <laughs> I truly think we are the only ones that did that, but it was a little piece of nostalgia all the way around. Not only did it cement our love for Costco, but it was a great way to end a uh, crazy day of diving. And when Justy says crazy day of diving, so you know it was it was fantastic. We did our we it was a couple dives. Justy only did one of the two because um, he emerged from the water. Um, bleeding profusely his his mask filled with blood everyone on the on the on the boat gasped because he was one of the last out of the water and he pulls his mask off and it just like blood pours out but it turns out it wasn't all blood it was just it was bloody water so it's uh um but as a result you refused to uh to to, to re-enter the water that is a hundred percent correct and and the ending to that kind of story piece of it was that I can't get on the boat and everyone on there is like, oh, it happens to me all the time. I'm like, bullshit. It does not happen to you all the time. Everyone was trying to be encouraging. Everyone's saying like, yeah, yeah, don't worry, but it's just a, a burst capillary from, ha you know, from having the, the pressure. And, uh, you know, so it's probably it's just a little little capillary burst. You get like like some blood flows mixes with the water and the water all becomes murky and ready, ready black. So it looks like looks like you. it really looked like you had an entire mask full of blood, but it was really a mask full of bloody water. And everyone encouraged Justy to, to you know, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. It'll it'll he'll just jump, go right back in. He was not having it. No, I, I was not having it. And uh, looking at the pictures. It is very interesting what I remember versus the pictures, because the pictures are, to your point, very much, you know, bloody water, where I remember it just like <laughs> like a cascade of like just just a plethora of blood coming out of me. Like I, was, I needed a transfusion of like a liter or so. Well, it was a lot of bloody water, but it wasn't that much blood. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's what I thought happened. That, that At the time, you thought it was like all blood. And we were all telling you, especially all the people who have it happen all the time. You know, this is yeah. That's bloody water, and it's yeah. It, it's 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 gross and shocking, but it's not really that big a deal. You're like, I just lost like a liter of blood. I, I it's someone tra who, which which one of you is 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 AB negative? <laughs> you, you know, it, give me some of your blood. Uh, that is one thing that I do recommend. You got everyone find out what your uh, blood type is because if you ever need that, it's pretty important. From another person on the boat with you. <laughs> Eric, where else would you get it? <laughs> All right. All right. Someone start a line. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Just, just how, cut me. How, do you, how are we going to do this? Oh, I, carry a, I carry a portable transfusion kit on me at all times. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine the look at it? That should be a great skit that we can do sometime together. Will we go on a dive boat and we actually do that? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Oh, we like to exchange uh, blood before fluids before we go. Uh, we tr we're transfusing. Hello. Yeah. Um. Why are you treating this like it's weird? Don't tell me you've never done this. Because <laughs> I can see from your smirk that obviously you have. <laughs> so um, as we get ready to wrap up here, I do want to say congratulations to you in Los Angeles to being... Now, are you still wearing the net gator or are you, you're officially 100% sans mask? 
You know, I, I'm just wearing it for show at this point because I don't need to wear it. You know, I didn't need to wear it out, outside for, 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 for quite a while, but I don't need to wear it inside, you know, in the gym or anything. But I, I wear it just in case there's some reason to. I mean, there's a bunch of people masking up outside. Yeah, yeah, the elevator in my building, some people mask up, so I pull it up there. But mainly it's just for show. In fact, I, to be honest, you know, someone who's fully vaxxed and everything, I'm kind of just wearing it for show, period, even when even when it was the, the law. Well, see, not only are you a good Samaritan, just a solid guy, because I did the opposite the other day. I was um, actually in an elevator somewhere, and there were two older people in front of me, and uh, I fake coughed a bunch. <laughs> oh, I must appreciate that. <laughs> oh, God. They just hit, the, like, they were going to the floor 10. I was going to, like, 14 or something like that, and they just hit, like, three and got off right away. Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> I realized it may be too soon for a joke like that, and there, there may never be an appropriate time for it, but I, I will tell you, it definitely brought a smile to my face. Not to theirs, but to mine. They're like, are you okay, Sonny? I mean, what are you at? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. It's just like, it's it's, it's just this muscle ache and uh, stomach pain and a, and a bit of a fever and a little problem breathing. But aside from that, I'm great. <laughs> oh, and, and I, can't, I, can't, I can't taste anything. <laughs> I've been waiting for this negative result. It's like my fourth test. They've all come back positive, but I know I don't have it. Yeah, this just goes to show you, you know, the so-called science. <laughs> Whatever, Dad. <laughs> All right, dude, listen. Thank you so much for a great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, go enjoy the rest of your day, my friend. And you, and everybody else, this was Sweetness and Light. Light.